Good morning, I am Lauren Anders Brown, an independent documentary filmmaker. Being behind the camera in over 40 countries has resulted in hours, days, terabytes of footage. So much of what happens to make a shoot possible ends up on the metaphorical cutting room floor. Most of my editing used to take place in planes, trains, or whatever available coffee shop had a decent filter, single origin coffee, and always using the hashtag today's office. Now I am picking up the scraps, reviewing old interviews, and scrolling through my social media to give you a behind the scenes look at what it is like to travel, produce, film, direct, record, alone as my own correspondent. When traveling, timing is always an issue. Usually, I am traversing physical time zones, but there are also cultural time zones, as I've learned. For example, in Germany or Switzerland, to be on time means arriving before an agreed upon time. But then there is what is lovingly referred to as island time or Arabic time, and finally, Africa time that allows for whatever culture is applicable to arrive after an agreed upon time. How long after? Well, since these are cultural time zones and not physical ones, it is hard to say. But the morning I arrived in Eswatini after an overnight flight via South Africa, the Swazi time by which I was picked up was about 45 minutes after I was downstairs, ready and waiting in my hotel, naturally drinking some coffee. It was July, but this trip had begun prep in April of 2018, which was the same month that the kingdom of Swaziland was changed to the kingdom of Eswatini. The people of Eswatini always used this term to identify their homeland. And now it was up to the rest of the world to adjust its vocabulary. Although the word Swazi to identify the culture and people was still being used. I'm in this enclave of a country that is 120 miles by 81 miles, landlocked within South Africa and bordering Mozambique to film one of the days for my documentary, Will Menstruate, a documentary featuring seven African women of different decades and backgrounds and hear their experiences with menstruation and menopause. This is my most experimental documentary to date, which is why I clarified I would only be filming one day. I set out to film this documentary in the same amount of time of an average period, which means I had a time frame of filming between four and seven days. By the time I got to Eswatini, I had already filmed two days in Mozambique and one in South Sudan with two different women. Knowing I wanted to include enough storylines and women of different ages, I had to be cautious with my filming days, only turning on the camera when it was most necessary so as not to waste any days. No one was holding me hostage to this experimental style, but I do find at times creating a set style in the process can allow for interesting, creative outcomes, 
And I wanted to stay true to my commitment of four to seven days. So uh, no unnecessary rolling of the cameras. So with my 48 hours in Eswatini, my original plan was to use the first day to meet the staff at UNFPA who had done such generous work on the ground to find me potential stories and plan the logistics. I had prepared them. I would most likely be interested in a woman in her 20s and one who might be willing to discuss some personal health issues, even more personal than menstruation. Eswatini is one of the smallest countries in the world, but it has one of the highest rates of HIV, affecting about 26% of the population. Think of three people in your life you interact with on a daily basis. If you were an Eswatini, one of you would be likely to have HIV. That statistic, of course, caught my attention given my topic of choice to film, which included managing one of the major ways HIV is contracted through a person's blood. To be honest, before I began thinking through this experimental documentary, the concerns surrounding menstrual blood and HIV never once crossed my mind. But now that it had crossed my mind, I couldn't get it out of my mind. It is so common for a woman to be caught off guard with their menstruation and bleed through their clothes, but when a woman in Eswatini, especially one that others know has HIV, the discrimination is bound to follow her out of fear. And with that discrimination comes stigma. And so the cycle begins, pun intended. I had asked the team in Eswatini to find me a woman who was in their 20s or 30s, since I had already filmed with a teenager and a woman in her 40s. So the next day, I had my most likely contributors lined up who were in their 20s. But today, they had me speak with a group of teenage girls that were already gathered for another event to have a casual conversation about one of the most uncomfortable topics for teenagers to discuss. As we pulled up to the place where they were gathered, we had to pull over to the side for a moment and the staff member politely and quietly got out of the car and ran into the office without telling me exactly what she was doing. This set off a red flag for me. Thankfully, I didn't have to wait too long before she came back with a wrap and instructed me to wrap it around my trousers as we were taken into a government area and women were not permitted to wear trousers in government areas. I kindly took the wrap, left my feminist feelings aside for the moment while we greeted the girls. Right, so it, okay, so we acknowledge that it is normal, but how does it make you feel? You just get used to it? No. No? <laughs> Why not? Uh. Sometimes I feel like it's abnormal. Do you feel like you're abnormal then? Whenever I'm on my period. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm abnormal. Okay, like mine here. My name is Lutana. Mine also are irregular. I see, I, I just see them when they come. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, my English is not good. <laughs> They are irregular. Whether I'm expecting the month end, they just come at the middle of the month. At that time, I I didn't buy the, the, the sanitary pads, and I bleed like KJ. 
So it's a mess when I'm in my period. So I feel like yes, it's normal, but when it's time for it, you're not yourself. Sometimes you frequently checking yourself. I haven't I blotted myself? You see, you're not comfortable. But at the same time, as we as we are ladies, yes, it's our nature to go to um, to our periods. And yeah, it's not guilty when you are at that stage. You mustn't feel like you mustn't go to play. You must continue with your daily daily chores. Uh, if you like to play soccer, go on and play soccer. It's fine. So it's just like that. Yeah. Okay, for me, okay, I'm 28 years old. For me, it's the cramps. The cramps they are too much for me. And also, uh, I'm not fun to be around when I'm on my period. I get very moody. And the fact that I have to, I, I can't just wear any item of clothing that I want. Because I, I feel like at times, I, I, I constantly have to check myself that maybe I have uh, stained myself, something like that. So uh, it's, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Did you want to say something? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm 21. Let's see, I'm 21. When I'm on my I became moody. So some people don't understand me. And I became uncomfortable, like being around people. Even maybe my boyfriend. I can't visit my boyfriend when I'm on my period. Because I don't feel comfortable just, just sitting next to him. Maybe he didn't say anything, but just that I know that I'm on my period. I want to comfortable. I want to comfortable. So with those, so what you described was quite um, like internal feelings about about how you feel when you're menstruating. Um, do you feel you can share those feelings with anyone? Oh, sometimes I don't because I think they don't feel what I feel. Yes, because. Sometimes there are period pains. I feel so. Do I don't share. I don't share with anyone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, me not share. You I'm share. proud of of my period because I'm a lady. That's what's supposed to go through me. I understand. So if I'm on my periods, I tell everyone at home. If I smell, tell me so. I'm on my periods. So what? <laughs> Where do these things smells, Jay? So why should I be ashamed? Yes, gonna it lowers your self-esteem like it. And you can't laugh when you're laughing. So, but again, I'm a lady. I have to go through all this stuff. So I'm so so. I'm in the making. So so you sound you sound very empowered about having a period. Yeah, I, 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 I am because I'm a lady. I have to go through. I cannot change what 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 is supposed to what what I'm supposed to go through. Um. Also, my name is my name is Tajabos Kudile. Uh, most girls, when they are on their periods, they feel comfortable to share with their friends. Yes. You know, like to say, hey, my friend, I'm suffering so much cramps. Like, and they are so so bad. What do you do? And then Lady A says, you can use warm water. And then another one can say, just lie down. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, on a personal level, I do share it with my boyfriend, like in the morning. And then he's texting me like, hi, hey, good morning. I'm like, yay, today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, yes, I know, I'm on my period. And he knows what happens when I'm on my period. I just can't talk like every day. 
it's not it's not everything that I eat during the day. I feel like I'm <coughs> running stomach. And then, you know, everything, everything is so picky that day. So we do share as girls. Maybe we do have our own gossip group where yeah. we just mix as my friends. Or we do have those kind of friends that we go out with in the, during the weekends. And then, like, hey, my friend, yeah, yeah, cramps. And then they'll be laughing and making all those jokes. But what I feel, oh God, it's so bad. Disgusting for that matter. Yeah. But sometimes uh, in some in some in some churches in some churches they they make it sound like a taboo. They 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 they, they yeah. often say you are unclean. Like in those days that you don't cook for your husband or people who go to that to the church. So that's that's another thing that I don't like. They make it sound like some sort of discrimination. And that happens in churches here? No, yeah, all churches. Yeah. No, but some. Some of Zionist churches. Zionist churches. Yes, all the TC. Yes, they say you are unclean because really you are unclean. But it's not like I'm a Zionist. But it's not like Uncomfortable, yeah. Some, 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 because they'll say the blood comes out in a form of I don't know, and the chicken tasted so different. <laughs> All those kind of things. And but then they do not cook. Looking into it. looking into religion. Looking into religion. We have our own different beliefs, right? Yeah. And people read the Bible the way they want to. They'll read the way they want to perceive the Bible. And some people don't even read the Bible at all. So with what we we take from the Bible, I might eat pork. I might be a Zionist and eat pork, but I can't eat pork when I'm about to go to church because that's our belief, right? And I can be a Catholic and don't drink wine. And then the brother, the Catholic, would act like it's 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 their culture to have wine. You see those kind of things. So I think they just they just they just make it sound like ew. Those kind of that, that kind of thing, you know. But at the end of it all, menstruation is just menstruation and we can't even hide. It's just because we will go through it. Okay. We just have to tolerate every month, every month. That's for me. I'm Tolile. That's for me. I just go twice a month. When it starts and when it's end. It's exactly. so when I went to the hospital they say I got a lot of blood. And then that's how you're supposed to that's how you they say it's not. And they're in their pure pains. Oh, I can test you. I'll take pure pains. And is it true that when they say you have a lot of pure pains, once you have a baby, it's going to stop? Yeah. No. No. For me, for me, they go to worse. They go to worse after I had a baby. So it's not true. It's just a myth. I, mean, no. I have no more period pains now. Mm-hmm. I have a bad day. Okay. Like I've said, they are irregular. I party. maybe for seven days or so. Almost 10 days. Seven days? Seven days. Seven days. Seven 
five or three now. What so, are you using? Okay. Bed control pills? Hey, I started those and I was I was cooking one day and it just flowed like a, a, an open tap. So I had to stop bed controls. I'm not using them. I'm not using them. So, I don't think I'll survive. Sometimes some of them. I don't think I'll survive. I usually go for three days. And now then the other day. Some people, they even use Disposable nappies. Yeah, I they use them also. Well, on the first day, I use disposable pets, like mm-hmm. sanitary pets. They use disposable nappies. On the first day, I'm using that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's that brings us to another interesting question. Um, and I won't take us too long because I'm watching. We're at 15 minutes now, and you guys have been here all day. But um, what kinds of uh, supplies do you use for the sanitary? Yep. It depends. It depends. Uh, okay, it, it depends on the money you have. It depends on the availability of the sanitary pads, of the sanitary towels. But in the remote, may, maybe most of us in the room can can be able to go and buy the pads. Just go to the shops, buy the pads, whatever the money that you want. We've got always, we've got sun free, whatever. Also, 
They have to know that. Mm-hmm. And that's now that they are having their periods, it means that they are grown up, they are yeah. adolescents, and they can get pregnant anytime when having unprotected sex. Because some of them don't know even that. And so, do you feel that maybe because it's um, not a public thing to always talk about, menstruation's not always a public thing to hey. talk about, that um, this is what, this is the lack of information, so if we don't talk about <coughs> menstruation, then we can't talk about reproductive health, and we can't talk about the fact that women can bear a child once they start menstruating. Do you guys have any thoughts on on that did you like when you were when you learned about your menstruation first were you introduced to the idea of of childbirth as well yeah it depends it depends depends on the parents also it's all okay sometimes when we sometimes when we deliver comprehensive sexuality education most of us here we're not we're not given the opportunity to ask by by their parents saying we'll just sit in the kitchen with my mom and then talk about reproductive health. Not all of us have got that opportunity. So when we deliver so when we deliver the comprehensive sexuality education mm-hmm. with the component of of of, 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 of teenage teenage pregnancy that's where we unpack the topic to say this is what happens and what happens, this is how you avoid but it doesn't necessarily come packed to say this is now we're talking about menstruation. It just comes and squats in in between the topics you understand. It can't be like HIV and AIDS. Like we're just talking about HIV and AIDS today. So today we are talking about menstruation. People will be like, just menstruation, you know. It's it's not taken so seriously to say this is a matter which is supposed to be unpacked and unraveled with all the components that we, we can we can have, taking into account that <laughs> You cannot talk about menstruation when you are with your, maybe say, new boyfriend. Yes. Because you're still not used to him. For me, with my boyfriend, I can talk whatever I want. Because it's been quite some time. Uh, I've, once started, I've once started my periods while visiting him, and it was so funny and everything. Like, I can't go anywhere. And don't have pets. I'm so used to that. You are supposed to go yes. to the shops and buy yeah. 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 so my pets. But I can't go to the shops because I've been flowing by yeah. So you and so one to me, it once happened to me. So, so, happened to me. Yeah. yeah. He had to go to the shop and buy me the pets. Yeah. And how did he act when he had to do that? He just thought, <laughs> But the feeling is not okay. Look, oh my god, my parents. Oh my god. There's something wrong. You'll be scratching your head while talking, but there's something wrong that. To other that girl, I think he. <laughs> no. Lauren? Lauren was saying, she, she asked me to say, I'm not good shame, guys. That's only the room. To add on that, I feel like we girls, the young girls, need to be educated before they meet their periods. Like in our homes, they tell me when you call, Mom, I've got something. I said, oh, what is it? How is blood? Then she calls you on the corner. Now, since it means that you are all grown up, and if you meet with a boy, you're gonna get pregnant. 
that scares us. Mm -hmm. But we need to be educated before, before. you see. That's why we that's why we love the comprehensive sexuality education for the small ones. Because for me, if you want to give me information, you need to know your story and you need to know what she's saying. For the for the small ones, the thirteen to fourteen year olds, because we ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ちょっと待ってみて。いや、ち
but they won't they won't say it because they'll feel like it's going to be offensive but indirectly they do my brother used to do that all the time really to the point that if now one of my parents i'll take painkillers so that he doesn't see I was just wondering if they ever, if anyone ever like believed it so much they starved. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, like it's like they just like didn't eat food. You know. Um, no, it's not sure they make other plans. <laughs> okay, so uh, lastly, because um, it's 25 minutes now, and you guys have been awesome. Um, do you guys, for those of you who said, um, you know, you can talk about it with your boyfriends and some of you have sent them to the shop to go in and maybe you have brothers you've had to send to the shop to go and get supplies um do you find that it's almost like a a double reaction like you're embarrassed and and uncomfortable having your menstruation and so then they feel like funny and embarrassed about going for you and it's really like how you feel is how they feel and then but then you feel that they're making you feel bad you know like it you just keep it you know so it's like and and how do we how do we change that then you know like is there a way we can change that so then it's just when you ask them to go and get you something it's no different than asking them to go get eggs you know um do you think there's a way for that to change there is a way because uh, when you're telling them, let's keep baby, I'm on my periods, they're like, they feel sorry for you. Oh, baby, you are, you are in pain. Are you in pain? No, we have to be comfortable to all to them also. Be like, oh, baby, no, this is sharp. Go buy me the pets, you see. No, I'll be like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. You have to be wild and be real. So being truthful to how you feel at that, yes. at that point. So, yes. so he has to understand what yes, this, this, this has come and it's my timing. Yeah. So it's a woman thing. I have to go through this. So there's nothing I could do. I'm going to change it. Laughing with that group of girls in Eswatini made me realize it's okay to laugh about the topic of menstruation. And it's also okay to talk about it. And it was the perfect starting conversation to prepare me for my first full day of filming Womenstrate in Eswatini the next day. Womenstrate had its world premiere at the 2019 Global Health Film Festival and went on to two other film festivals afterwards and it's just launched its impact campaign at womenstrate.com. It was the perfect place to premiere this film because of the awareness the festival always brings to issues surrounding women's health and the support it gives its filmmakers. Submissions for the eighth edition of this iconic film festival open on Wednesday, the 1st of June. That's just next week. If you're a filmmaker with an important story to tell about any aspect of global health and social justice, and you're looking for a great platform, head to globalhealthfilm.org to find out more and how to submit your project. And that's all for this month. Back next month with more from my own correspondent. Do join me.